Feel it coming in the air Yeah And the screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town It's gonna be a happy hour day. I already know it's gonna be a happy hour day because I just had to fight through traffic. There's no way to come. Have school started? No, no, yeah. Demer Lachey and Kurt Fairkellen are in the building. Kurt, what, what are you doing here? Drove up this morning. You are crazy. I can't hear myself. From Can't Mexico? hear you, sir? No. His, well, his name is Carlos. Well, he's Carlos. back to Kirk now. Me llamo is Carlos. <laughs> so, no, I drove up from Mexico this morning, and it, so you know, don't talk to me about traffic. Well, I know, because you were <laughs> coming through it, man. You I was at the border at 6. I was the third car in line. So got through pretty quick. Uh-huh. And, and then uh, what? No, and then, oh, you know, so you, so you just, just came, and then I came right in here. So how, how long I, I don't have you? the book. Well. You know, so last night, all I watched was the Republican convention down at my place down in Mexico, and I didn't watch any sport. And, of course, they don't actually sport? have ESPN down there. What is it? It's it's mostly regular, uh, regular TV. soccer. Soccer. No, it's mostly ninety percent soccer. How they can't show soccer all the time, but they do in other countries because that's the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So, so I I don't have the book today. I'm feeling naked, mm. <laughs> naked and, and afraid. That's how I feel when uh, <laughs> if if I go to um. You know, you have your credit cards and all that, but you go to the bar and you don't have any money. I hate, I feel oh. like I'm naked. Oh, yeah. You go somewhere oh, yeah. and you don't have money. I feel like I'm naked and Absolutely. you got to order strategically. But you got your credit card. It's just that cash, anywhere you go, pays for it. Because well, some places don't take visas or MasterCard or whatever you have. In a lot card. of places, you're going to have to valet. Yep. And then you got to tip them. And if you don't tip them, you're going to feel yeah, like you're going to have that's what gotta it have is. pocket change. What I have, sure. When I go to the car wash at a Carverstone, and you know you have to, uh, <laughs> it's the express one, and you're going to tip the guys 3 or $5. Yeah. I say, move, get out of the way, I got it. I'm going to go fast because I don't have 3 to $5 on me. Oh. I'd be feeling bad, too. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd be feeling bad. You don't have to tip. You don't have to tip, oh. but you know what? Oh. I, uh, what? Spoken like a true, <laughs> spoken. I'm just saying you don't have to. Spoken like a true millennial. I don't say I don't. So you, I, so you like this. You don't have to tip. You do have to tip. It's an unwritten I, rule. I always. Is, uh, oh, my goodness Like when gracious. I go to a restaurant. I'm going to pretend like I'm not hearing this. <laughs> I didn't say, Kurt, I didn't say I'm the one. I'm just saying. I don't care. So no, 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 no. But, but, but Dimmer, you, you say always this. tip people who are in the service I industry. Do. Always. I no, do. No, no, Everybody. They start Everybody should. You should. But they can mess that tip up, too. They, they can mess oh. the tip up. You start no with a good question. tip, and I'm not telling you how much it is, but by the time I get done, I started calculating in my head because I got this uh, mm-hmm. clock in my head that, or this tip sheet in my head where yeah. it equals up to your service. I left, I left big tips, and I left writing tips. I wrote, I've written you a note. Wait, do, were you ever a waiter or bartender? Or no, either no, one no. Of you guys? I wish I was a bartender, oh, but no. I, I will tell you that if you've ever done those jobs – you are huge about tipping, and you are hypercritical about service. I, um, and like when I go to a restaurant and things and, and, or to a bar, I know what a, a good bartender is going to give you the look, or they're going to say, hey, I'm going to be right with you, and they've got 12 drinks that they're trying to pour right then and uh-huh. there. Mm-hmm. That's important, acknowledgement. And then from a server standpoint, you know, in a restaurant, I know what's good service and what's bad service. Yeah. And, 
and believe me, I'm like you. My tip always starts high. Right. But I'm not afraid to drop it based on, on crappy service. I hope mm-hmm. I don't have to drop it. I mean, I had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I would love to be a bartender and people joke around. That's why I try to do these celebrity bartenders and try to create my own, but I go to ones I'm invited to. Because first of all, bartending is fun. You, you have to have a different charismatic attitude or way about you to relate to the people because there's different people sitting at the bar. We know that. We sit at bars. Right. Um, but you have to be able to like, I got you coming. And if I say I got you coming and I don't get to you in the time I'm expecting to get to you, your drink is going to be how you like it You're right? or it's going to be free. <laughs> or it's going to be where you don't like it and can't really drink it. Right, right. Oh, right. It'll, hey, can you bring me much. another soda? Well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe the bars won't work for you, but... <laughs> Definitely the home events. The home events. I can see you getting successful with that. Otherwise, you're gonna pass on a lot of free drinks. Home. Oh, oh, a lot oh of home, home, home. Yeah, I um. Why are you trying to say that? Ain't gonna be a good service. <laughs> There'll be a lot of free drinks at the bar. But I want to give you free drinks. You know what? This idiot Carrie. She's a good bartender. Yeah. She gets free drinks. She makes a lot of money. Good bartenders. I shouldn't even say her name, but good bartenders. They make a lot of money. They, I, oh. I'm giving you a free drink. For every two you buy, you're going to get one. I might give you the first one free anyway. Well, <laughs> now the business owner isn't actually going to appreciate the poor cost going skyrocket. They're gonna, see, but, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the poor cost. I don't like when you're measuring my drinks. Well, I, no, no, no. It isn't about measuring the drinks. But if you're giving them away, it's still the same thing as, as uh, adding to your poor cost. Why, when I'm working, my bar is always full. Oh, Kwame's working. Let me just go over there. Even my friend. I was like, I'm working. Come on. You know what they're going to do? They're going to leave uh, they won't get more free drinks than anybody, but I know. I know my bar is going to be full. Never the open a bar. Full, oh, I know, because you got to be there every day. <laughs> well, and it's because of things like that. Well, now, whatever. And I think, what, what I, I do think, <laughs> I do think, I, I think that it's appropriate at times to give good customers uh, an extra drink or at a heavy times, pour. At when, a heavy when, pour. when shouldn't you give them an extra drink? When, when you're running a business and you're looking at your pour costs going through the roof, right. I'm never looking. You got to have a limit. You got to have a limit. No, not, not you an alcohol. Be giving them out to I everyone. got an alcohol contract. These guys are. I don't even have a bar right now, and I can go to Alliance Beverages and get about cases of cases of alcohol right now. That has nothing to do with being a business owner. <laughs> I'm saying when I'm a business owner, I'm having that relationship. But again. That has nothing. To, they aren't giving you cases of liquor for free. Who? Who's not? Alliance. Yes, they are. Not as a business owner. Oh, no, not. not as business. They want to be in the business of. They want. They're not in the business of uh, Club Forty Two. They're in the business of Kwame Lasseter. Uh, they in that type of business. Absolutely. But when you own a Club Forty Two, yeah, it's it's all business, and you're gonna then you're gonna pay attention to your poor cost. Well, you well, you guys will see because I am open up. Oh, I am open up. A, uh, but it's a. Privately owned. It's good one on private. that, Kurt. Good one on that. That ain't no good one. He, that Kurt was talking, a good one. He talking like a businessman. I'm talking like a, a, a rich man. He's not talking <laughs> like a businessman. He's talking like a businessman. He's open a business. I'm I realize like a he's man. helping. I realize friend. I'm poor. <laughs> I, I get that. He's you know, listen, out, man. Well, I would never be in his barn. He's he's counting the costs as far as oh, sir, you have to count the costs on, no, on things. See, he's counting the costs on. Um, uh, no, I didn't say that at all. I didn't say that at all. Poor cost is, is a very important element, though, when you're running a bar. It is, because I want to make, I want to stretch it out. But yeah. I'm not trying to stretch it out. But you going to talk, or you going to, you can't get you, uh, you Again, still, again, you're sounding like a millennial. <laughs> you, you sound like, so. you sound like you don't want me at your bar. No, that has nothing to do with you Someone at my bar. A, uh, I'm going to take care of my best customers. Right. 
Absolutely. But, 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 and it isn't about measuring because I, I don't like, I actually don't like the look of people using shot glasses. I don't either. If you don't, if you don't don't count it, it, counting it is fine. And being heavy pouring, I'm okay with that. I struggle with, I'm going to, for every two drinks you give, I'm going to give you one. Now your pour cost at a minimum is 33%. Mm -hmm. If you're pouring heavy, it goes well beyond that. And to run a bar, you've got to be at a pour cost of 12%. Right, I hear you, but that's not going to be my bar, and I'm not going to lose money. I guarantee Ooh, you. You, you, well, you won't I, be in business long. I, when I go in business, I go in business. <laughs> I go in business. He's okay with that, girl. You, be, you okay, better, you okay, better hope you have somebody like business. me running the place then for you. As long as he has the bar, as long as he's their name on the front, and he can go and start another one real quick. But see, here's it. Okay. No, I'm not going uh, to do that. I, I, yeah. That's a lot. Okay. That's somebody running so, from uh, taxes. Yeah. That's not running from the IRS. <laughs> I uh, no, I, I'm gonna have a bar. Is we, we might have talked about it on the show. It's good. It's a neighborhood bar. It's where the food's gonna be different every day because I'm gonna have it catered in. It's gonna be membership. Guys gonna pay a hundred, hundred fifty dollars a month because it's just gonna be like that. It's gonna be a membership. The drinks gonna be in there. It's not gonna be every drink in the world that you want to taste. Whomever well, it's the limit got to be a limited menu. Right. It's, yeah. I'm a, I'm at the neighborhood restaurants. Um, or let's say it's P.F. Chains. I'm going to have P.F. Chains in that day. We eating this today. Or Panda Express. Not Panda. You're getting together a mafia? $150. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing like an old Western movie when you yeah, walk in the door. It's dark Actually, inside. Because it's kind of like that. Everybody you know, has It's kind of like a Western you, bar. But honestly, it's the old-fashioned speakeasies that this is this is where it's catered that's after. That's where I go. And that, yeah. it, is, it is a membership. Speakeasies were generally membership bars. And and exactly what you're talking about. There is privilege, and you can't get into the bar unless you're a member. So right. if you're a member, what is it? Unlimited drinks? No, you uh, cheaper drinks. You probably somebody play five dollars. You probably playing two fifty. We got to keep the. But that's that goes to what I was saying as far as business porn heavy, and then what Kirk was saying. Mm-hmm. Well, you, there is a cost to it. How long can you sustain that? Well, you a member. You a member for a reason. I'm giving this away for a reason because I can. I'm not in a business. I'm not in this bar business to have a franchise. This is a local neighborhood thing, mm-hmm. a membership on it. It's kind of like Southern Dunes was when it was all men. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But everybody's mm-hmm. going to have their own key. You can't turn this bar into a a a hotel. There's no don't bring don't bring any. Don't be in here late after hours. But you can rent it out. Yeah, you can rent it out for parties, but yeah. you can't rent it out for hotels. Because okay. you think it, I mean, you can't have a Lamar Odom. You, you can, yeah, you're not you can't it ain't gonna be no, no bathhouse. He's okay. He's it's okay. not gonna be a bathhouse. He's still partying, so I can say uh, that. Yeah, where he was evicted from a Southwest Airlines flight uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, he was yeah. flying out of yeah. he was flying out of here because he was right? drunk and couldn't stand <laughs> up. A, yeah, he he's doing great. He's doing great. You gotta go. And especially if sub, especially if Southwest is booted, you most friendly. You know, you know. You were you know, intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Can you imagine that? Six foot 11, and he's stumbling around, slurring, and I'm going. Well, I had a uh, guy, the guy I told you who know you. I can't even think of his name. I bet you it's in my phone. I want to say He was Michael. drinking? Kurt, <laughs> he was drunk. The way he was talking to the flight attendant, it was it was harassment. Oh. And everybody, in, we was in, oh, you know, wow. I don't want to brag, but we was in the first class. And they say, oh, you handled that so well. But I, I know him. Yeah. I know he's crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But how he talks, it is harassment how he talks. Yeah. He tells this joke all the time uh, about a 17-year-old girl. So he puts water in his mouth and tells a story. He said, it just starts spitting it out. He spits it out like she did some stuff. It's mm-hmm. crazy. 
I cannot, man. His name wasn't Jim, was it? And he know Kurt. He got a place in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got a place in Buffalo. Got a place out here. Got a place in yeah. I know. Yeah. It's Jim. Got a place in Buffalo. He tell you he got a place <laughs> in Buffalo. Oh, just, well, you can see right. my. Then he gets on the phone. He's on the phone. He's talking. And, oh, you can see my sunset. I say, sunsets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He actually lives next door to Jim Kelly. Jim. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. he tells you that too. Yeah. It. it well, believe me, he's got a he's got a history that is is quite interesting. So, but he has he is actually an American success story. Based on a criminal element. Ooh. Well, so, oh, that's, oh, so that's he, an so American he's a, story. He's a rapper, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, a, he's, he's an American success story. Based on a criminal element. So since nobody really knows who they're talking about, right, he, he, uh, he was being followed by, by a, a really large law division. Mm-hmm. And it's three letters. And he knew that he was being followed went to an attorney and said, you better figure out some way of how you're getting all this money. So he went out and bought a carpet cleaning machine, a heavy-duty carpet cleaning machine, and actually started doing it as a gag. <laughs> For, to, to piss to them clean, off. Yeah, to clean carpets. He's driving mm-hmm. in his car as a gag. He had a, he, I think he had a 1969 uh, Camaro, driving around cleaning carpets. <laughs> and today, he's got over 50 Trucks, carpet cleaning trucks, does commercial, does flood repair, mold mold uh, uh, removal, all of these things. And it started as a gag. He started making money. And now he's a multi-millionaire yeah. as a result of he had to do something. To, to change to, his situation. Yes. And that is an American success story. Biggie that only happens uh, in America. Yeah, it, yeah. You know what? Because anywhere else, you probably would have been found stinking somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Anywhere oh, else, absolutely. So, yes. Well, there, funny. there is some sports. There is some sports to be talked about. Uh, well, you was watching he, the, the, the the Democrat, not the Democrat, the, the uh, Republican. Republican. Yeah. One nation under God, and to the Republic. Everybody don't know this is a Republican nation. It's about Democrats. Well, they, this this, this is not a democracy. This is a republic. It is not a democracy. To the republic for which it stands. And people, I don't think a lot of people understand the difference between a democracy and a republic. And a republic state or the uh, democracy. Yeah. There's a huge difference. Yeah. And they tell you, they've, they've been telling you that for years. They've been telling you for centuries. Yes. They've been telling you that for centuries. You just guess. We stand by democracy. I said, well, what country are you going to go to get that? <laughs> because <laughs> we are not a democracy. We are a republic. <laughs> for which it stands. So, one nation, under God, yeah. indivisible, for liberty and justice for all. And it makes me sick that we've taken that out of our school systems, and you can't say that. You know, um, uh, you guys, you, I don't know if you did it, because they probably taking it out of schools there. Pledge of Allegiance. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Pledge, Pledge no, I did it for, honestly. Like, middle, little elementary? Till, till high school. Really? Really? Yeah, up to high school. That surprises me. Me too, because I... But Indiana, I can see. Up to high school. Huh? Indiana, I can see. But there are many Indiana, states like where you never would have said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's been banned remember, in many states I for a very long time. I started to get banned. I'm like, well, I was young. And I'm like, why, why are they taking this away? We did it in We were pledging our too. allegiance every day. Yeah, I, I don't pledge allegiance anymore, but yeah. Yeah, that's how you can get me to go to war and join the military. But I'm like, why did why how you just go all of a sudden t- 
take this out of the school? Who says something that's going to make you take this out of school? Who says something where prayer can't even be in school anymore? It's because it was indivisible under God. Under God. It was, un- under it was God. the word, two was words, it, under yeah. God is yeah. what it eliminated. Has all kids didn't stand up. All kids, they some didn't. kids sat down. Even in, even, in, even in professional games, some people, did, who was it could sat down? And it, was it uh, Abdul for something? The guy from Jackson, uh, 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 LSU? LSU. LSU. Yeah, Jackson. Uh, Abdul Chris Jackson Rahif. is his name, but his, he, when he yeah. changed his beliefs. But your God is whomever your God is. You, you can still, well, I guess the wording surrounding that. Mm-hmm. Might, might be a problem But I did a radio show yesterday Well it was pretty good You guys gotta get on that um, Desir- It was a Desiree show So it was a podcast Kind of like oh, I saw that Desiree yeah, show Yeah Yeah I saw that uh, on uh, Instagram Yeah It was uh, It was good Yeah It was good um, Three thirty minutes I was on for 30 minutes And then a Skateboarder came on for 30 minutes I didn't listen to the skateboarder Cause I was Of course you didn't Well I used to skateboard <laughs> I wasn't that guy though. I wasn't that guy. What's the name of the show? Desiree show. Yeah, Desiree show. It's a Desiree okay. show. Um, cool. She had a uh, quite a few shows. She does quite a few things. Oh, yeah, actually, you I gave you I sent you the thing. It was a, she a photographer and all that stuff? Yeah. We was in, so I let you see her bio. It was a pretty good show. I yeah. enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I did indeed. That was the one thing I did read up on. Because <laughs> she was on your. Phone I was down in Mexico. I had, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I couldn't watch. There's only so much Spanish soap operas you can watch. But it's nothing wrong with watching those, no, let me tell you. No. But I was, I was also very much uh, Oceanside. And How many rounds did you play? So yesterday, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it, it coming after the break because it was, I wish you were there. That's it all I'm going to say. Oh, my goodness. We'll talk about it. Carvalho, I suppose, talk to Kurt Felkeller. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Wow. This is my highlight field right here. Uh, right now, I'm returning the punt. Welcome to the jungle. That gets you fired up. Not to the house, though, yeah. I, not to the house, but I was trying to punt. I, got a, I had a nice little highlight in college. Anybody to that read song? that? Huh? To that song? Yeah, that song started it all. Ah, yeah. Welcome to the Jungle. 
It's on VHS. I need to put it on. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Otherwise, non-existent. Yeah, I got to find a way to uh, transfer that over, which you can. I got to transfer that over. Um, Good luck. Oh. Sound like the guy on Take It In. Good luck. Hey, so golf yesterday. Uh-huh. I went out to the Mayan, your place. I saw it. Your place. Went out there at and got there at 7.30. I hit, I don't know, 20 balls. Went to the first tee. Hit three balls off the first tee, uh-huh. and every shot from there on out. So in essence, I played 54 holes of golf, and yeah. I finished at 10:20. That's there was yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Nobody right there. out there. One thing I will say is it yesterday, and I heard it was pretty humid here yesterday as it well. It was, uh, and, and I was texting somebody. It's crazy you bring that up. I, I said it's it's hot and humid out here, and they were in Florida. They said. Humid in the desert? I say, yes, humid in the desert. It gets humid in the desert. And it just it rained this week, and what we got yeah. going on. But go ahead. Yeah, it's monsoon season, so, and yep. it's certainly down there as well. But, Kwame, and you've played out there at the mine many, mm-hmm. many times. There wasn't a whisper of mm. wind. There was not. And I have played that place probably 30, 35 times. Right. I have never played that when the wind the wasn't was- just howling. There's a lot of blind and, shots. And I was actually, too. yeah, and I was actually looking forward to, all right, it's going to be really breezy and stuff. I actually brought a baseball cap instead of my big bucket hat. Right. But then I wore my bucket hat because there was not a whisper. What about the uh, the, the ocean side? Was it a no wind? Not no a whisper. Wow. Even on the ocean. It was, it was spectacular. You can see that not a lot of people are playing out there because it looks like they cut the fairways like every third day. So is it burnt? No, it wasn't burnt. It was just very heavy. When you hit a drive, no matter how hard you hit it, it would hit and stop. And because it was, that grass down there is so thick. It's so thick and rich. And even even the greens were a little bit slow just because yeah. they need to verticut those greens um, because it was It's it a was Nicholas amazing. place too, so I don't know why yeah. they don't, they should have, it should, I guess at some point, it's going to be one of those top courses, but you got to get enough people down there. I don't know if you've ever yeah. been to Rocky Point, Demery? Since Not you, yet. Since you've been here. I'm you, actually planning on going like, for my birthday Okay, uh, in September. September. Uh, so in September, I'll be going it's down It's awesome. Oh, September will be even better. I was going to ask you, yeah, how's the weather? Oh, it'll now, be, it'll be nice. You get down September. there? I will say that the uh, the ocean water is a little warm for my taste. I like I like just a slight the little cool chill. Brisk. Brisk chill. Yeah, I like a slight little chill when you go into the ocean. There's no chill walking into the ocean now. <laughs> well, you, you take your morning walk and uh, your brisk walk down a beach. So. Exactly. I go and do that. But when I got back from golf, I mean, literally, I played 54 holes of golf you in, play? Three in less than three hours. Where'd you play at? At Mayan Palace? At the Mayan. Okay. At yeah. Mayan. Yep. Um, yeah, it's going to be good when you get down there yeah. in September. You know so, where you're staying yet? Uh, not yet. Uh, not yet. I'm, I'm down to like, it's so many places right now. It's so it many you can choose what, from yeah. and I'm... I'm looking at one place. I'm like, ooh, and I see the next place. They offer a spa. They offer all day treatment. And you know, uh, before we got a, we got a spot, it was we rented a house. It was yeah. right on the the backyard was the ocean. That's what I heard. The way to go is to get the house. Get the house. Go for the house. Yeah. So. Get the house. The backyard is the ocean. Well, it depends. I I think you got to be on Sandy Beach versus Los Conscious. Sandy Beach because Los Conscious the the water is, is there's rocks. The, the reason they call it Rocky Point is because of where the houses are in Los Conscious. Okay. And I think. All those resorts, well, they're, they're condominium complexes. Right. On Sandy Beach, that's the place to go because the beach is phenomenal. Sandy I mean, beach. right out in front of where my units are, Bella Serena. Okay. It is, I mean, they have 
massage ladies. They've got uh, these these uh, palapas out there that you can sit underneath because I, I don't like sitting in the sun. Right. I love going yeah. in the ocean, but I don't like sitting in the sun. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I, do so I like sitting in the palapas, sitting by the palapas and staying out of it all. The only way I deal with the sun is if I'm golfing. But yeah. I have to be able to have some drinks in. It, it can't be... Like when we find places to golf now, it's it's shady place with trees. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went through an entire gallon of water. Yeah, well that's yeah. well that's. I bought a gallon of water from the, right. the the gal and went through that in the eighteen holes. I mean, I, and I was just glistening the entire time mm-hmm. because of how humid it was. But it was sensational golf, and what a way to go! I mean, I couldn't have been happier the way that turned out. You guys, um, on the Cardinals. There's a current play on the cards. They say it might be overrated. Have you heard this? Well, a, yeah, I mean, I can think of several players that but it's I've one, heard it's it from. It's a top one. I'll give, give you a guess at it. He's yeah. on defense? I'm going to give you a current Cardinal, a current player that's on the Cardinals right now. They say he could be overrated. You got to guess. That's all. Is is he on offense or defense? He's a current Cardinal. I, I, you want me to tell you Most who it guess. is? Because you're narrowing it down. I can just tell you who it is. You wow. want me? You is he want me narrow- special teams? What? Like, come on. Yes, he's on special teams. Yeah, he's, he's on- not even a gunner on special oh, teams. Oh, Justin Bethel. No, uh, <laughs> shoot. No, Justin. All pro. They no, he's get, a dog. Yeah, they get him when they want to hit. Yeah, he's a dog. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'll go with Calais Campbell. You know what? That some people did say that, but I'll I don't go think. with one other. Go ahead. Well, it's one of two. I'll, I'll bet. You got one. All right. So, you're, you're, so you're, my you're, guess you're, is going to be you're, your Rocky Point car is on the line. My my my. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, then then it would probably be Palmer, but I think it's Peterson. <laughs> Peter, somebody else said Peterson. I'm like, how? I'm saying overrated. I used to be on Peterson. Oh, overrated. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would go with Calais. Yeah, somebody said Calais. I, I heard Peterson too. But it's Palmer. It's Michael Floyd. He's overrated. Yes, I'll agree with that. Because he was supposed to come in and replace Fitzgerald, or and and be the reason why we don't have to play Fitzgerald. Remember Fitzgerald when that he got that two year deal? Mm-hmm. I think it was a twenty five million two year deal. Yes. And we were expecting or thought that oh, his contract up. They signed him to another four or five year deal, but they they drafted Michael Floyd out of Notre Dame to be a replacement. I'm like, this guy's not. You don't have the. The football knowledge that Pat, that um, Fitzgerald has, and you could—I think he's good. I didn't even agree with that that pick because I've yeah. seen him make play, but then I have seen him miss some games for no reason. And he drops way too many balls, yeah. way too many balls. So yeah, who's the biggest bust Cardinals ever had? Uh, Wadsworth, biggest bust ever in the in the history. Um, like, well, I go with the last twenty years. Matt Liner, what's up, Matt Liner? He's the second. Wow, he's number two. It's got to be Wadsworth. He, you know, he, he's a, he gonna be surprised. <laughs> Why not Matt Liner? He, he was, was drafted. He like, was first of all. He well, was drafted. Well, I, yeah, Matt Liner was projected to be the starter, but he, he comes was, in like he should have been the first pick in the draft. Right. Well, he was drafted number ten, right? Yep. Well, yeah, well, he went top ten yeah. draft. Yeah, yep. number one and overall pick. And they gave him the job. They gave him the job because and kept him around for quite some time. Shouldn't be having them pool parties with kids. Oh. Um. You dunk. You say Wadsworth? Yeah. Wendell Bryant. I don't know who that is. Right. He must be a defensive lineman. You're right. He yeah. is. But no, I know Wendell. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I, I know Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 It's got, and I I disagree with that wholeheartedly. 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 Not the whole heart. Is he it was, because of injuries? He, well, no, no. no he, was, he just okay. wasn't any good. 
No damn. But that's the, yeah, that's oh, the buzz. But I mean, oh, damn. But he should have been drafted that high. Right. I mean, it was a stupid draft pick. In fact, I think even Mel Kuyper said it was a dumb draft pick, who I don't have a lot of faith in anyway. Right. I was going to say. But, but it was a <laughs> stupid draft, draft pick at the time. I think Andre Wadsworth, in my mind, Coming is a single. Coming from Florida State. And was the man. Yeah. And he was what? The number two pick that year? And, and you know, we had a guy. This would I don't like the business of football because oh, well, we we just told, we talked we started the show talking business and it could be cruel and I thought this mm-hmm. was very cruel. Wadsworth held out held out. Yep. We played Dallas first game. Uh, we got a guy on the plane. He Wadsworth didn't sign his contract, but he wasn't in Arizona. He was in Florida. We had a guy on the plane. They called this guy off the plane and said, uh, "Well, we just signed Andre Wadsworth. We we can't you know you you're can't, released." Released him on a spoon. Released him like that. I said, that is that is bad business. That is cruel. Andre comes out, man, he just have a regular game, but he ain't practice. But then, you know, you gotta get in football shape. You can you can, workout shape is totally different. You can come out there and do that, but you was gassed and everything. Right. But the the part of that bothered me was you took a guy off the plane who was no he probably was gonna play special teams all day. Right. Mindset ready to go, trying to get focused. We going to Dallas. Cut him right off the plane. Mm. That is crazy, but my lineup was the uh, yeah. my lineup was the second one. Some uh, guys get traded right off the plane. Where we, where was uh, yeah, is Wadsworth even listed on the list? No, um, no, it was just uh, Andre Wadsworth is not listed. Biggest draft bust ever. Every team since two thousand. This yeah. is two thousand. Bless you. I don't know how the heck they think Wendell Bryant. I will tell you how. Because he went number two? Is that what it was? <laughs> no, no. No, that was Wadsworth. He went, he Wadsworth went, oh, okay. went number two. I think okay. he was in top ten, though. Four of six defensive well, yeah. linemen selected in the first 15. I'd say he was four of six. So I think he got drafted number 12. Or maybe number 12 or number six, something like that. Um, and the first 15 picks of the 2002 draft, NFL draft, went combined for 20 career pro tackles. Oh, pro bowls, that's it. He had 39 tackles, 1.5 sacks in three years. You, you want your first oh, round. To, you want your first round to do a little bit more than that. Yeah, he might be number one. Yeah, I think. Matt, see, I, see, I think. Yeah, Wadsworth was, was a little better. Than I think that. it's all timing yeah. too. Barely, uh, barely though. I think it's all timing. Yeah. Um, what do you mean timing? What, what team you go to? Because my scheme. Here's my problem with scouting and scouts. Mm-hmm. I go get a guy who balled out in uh, Indiana, and you come here. Well, this offense don't fit you. Mm-hmm. But that offense next door fits you perfectly, and you would have you would have continued to strive yep. and become a better receiver right here. I got you blocking, doing something you can't do. Right. I know you can't block, so I'm gonna put you in a slot where your blocking becomes easier, but you become deadlier as far as a receiver. And that's that's where the best organizations. I think the Patriots draft that way. I think the Steelers Pittsburgh, draft that yep. way. I think mm-hmm. the Packers draft Green, that way. I was gonna way. say Green Bay too. You know because. Every time the Green Bay Packers draft somebody, we go, really? But this was on the board. This was on the board. This was on the board. Mm-hmm. They draft to their team. Absolutely. And that's why when they drafted Jordy Nelson, they took so much crap because there's no way he can thrive. he'll be successful in the NFL. He's too slow, which mm-hmm. was the biggest thing that everybody said. They said he's too slow. And, <clears throat> and, and then Randall Cobb was the same thing. He's too small. Right. Mm-hmm. So you look at two receivers that definitely outdid what they were uh, anticipating. I think Steve Collins you know has been doing a great job of doing that he here in Arizona. I, agree. He I think has. he's His finding guys who can. Went up. Absolutely, I think even before the TV show or the TV series, but I think he's been 
getting guys in the draft who can adjust to Bruce Arians, his type of style, his type of coaching, and then along with the scheme as well. You got a guy from Northern Iowa drafted in the third round. Two years before that, you get a guy from Pittsburgh State. Your number one pick that year, Dayon Buchanan, was from Washington State, and they wasn't winning crap in the Pac-12, anything close, but he was a phenomenal player who played hard-nosed football, you know, Bruce Arians-type attitude of football, and, you know, the rest is history. So yeah. I think Steve Commons – He's he's taken that uh, that uh, skill from like a uh, but he come from Green Bay scouting. in New England. Yeah, yeah. he come from scouting too, and I didn't think he did a bad job of scouting. But, it, but to, to Kurt's point, you see these guys on the board. I'm like, God, why don't you take the? You see Adrian Peterson right here. Right. Why you didn't take Adrian Peterson? Now you end up getting somebody good, but Adrian Peterson. But we didn't know Adrian because he came out of college with a yeah. shoulder injury, right? Uh, and he's a running back. But who who knows? I don't like the premium they put on certain positions and then say, "Well, they're gonna be this." I know statistically you can see, all right, when a running back gets 30, 30, 31, he's uh it's sort of over for him. That's why I was so glad that the uh, Lynch uh, Lynch retired how he wanted to. Came in how he wanted to retire mm-hmm. how he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna surprise y'all with this one, uh, Green Bay's. Current player that's overrated. And current that, player that's overrated. You you guys gonna be well, I, maybe because I don't agree wholeheartedly about it. Hmm. Current player. On current the player that's overrated. It's good too. Jordy Nelson. Mm, nah. It has to be a receiver. Come I would on. think so. Either what? him or Cobb. I'd be crazy if they thought it was Cobb. It is Cobb. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it had to be a receiver. Everything that he can do for that team, he can return kicks. He, he can quarterback can, if you need him to. Absolutely. He is their emergency quarterback. Yeah. How would, who wrote this article? These. <laughs> okay, who's, who's the idiot that wrote this article? One, Wendell Bryant, why would you say that? And now they're going to yeah, say one that, and a half that Randall. three years. Yeah, but uh, Andre numbers, Wadsworth right? was worse than that. <laughs> That's because uh, we look at where Andre got drafted. <laughs> right, and we say he's a, and he come from Florida State. You expect him to ball out, but I would say Wendell. Uh, now I think he's such a good guy. I don't like my I don't like defense guys be great guys. I don't like to be good people. I did. You saw immediately Andre Wadsworth was soft and afraid to hit. He's another good guy too, but but yeah. he's afraid to hit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Andre Wadsworth. I thought he was going to be. What was it past 20 years? But here's, or here's, here's, here's or since 2000? Right here. yeah, since 2000. But look, we had Simeon Rice. We got Andre Wadsworth. That might be it, Kurt. Mm-hmm. We thought we had. Yeah, what, bookends. Man, we thought we yeah. had him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We thought we had that because I think it was uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember that defense? Yeah. Like that of defense, course. that Super Bowl defense? Of course. Simeon we, Rice was on that team, right? Right. Of so course. we thought, but he was here too with Wadsworth. But when he left, we thought we had that defense. We mm-hmm. used to watch, we used to watch that defensively at, in Arizona. Watch their defense play. And sometimes because we were playing a team that they already played, yeah. And we thought they were blitzing. They wasn't blitzing. They was just had a four man rush. Mm-hmm. Them guys was getting up the field, getting yeah. off the ball, yeah, getting off the ball. We thought they were blitzing. I said, "How's this the quarterback coming?" I said, "I said, yeah. is the linebacker going, or is, is somebody corner or safety going?" Four men, maybe, maybe five, because five is really not a blitz, really, to me. It's just man on man. Yeah, then you're man on yeah. man, yeah. But with four men? Yeah, I love that, that Tampa 2 scheme, man. Those D linemen, mm-hmm. you get a strong core. But you got to have a get great, off the ball. great linebacker, though. Middle linebacker. Yes. If you don't have a great linebacker, yeah. it's always just Tampa 2. you putting that middle linebacker, boy, he's. He's doing everything, but he has to be smart. Mm-hmm. He has to be a safety, uh, a linebacker, a defensive line. He has to be all that stuff. And that's why you see, like, Von Miller, the guys who are 
somewhat of hybrids, guys who can. Von Miller, Luke Keekley is a better example. Mm, he can cover. Yeah. yeah. You know why he's so good? Who's the tight end over there that he get to cover every day? Olsen. Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cover. You got somebody you can go against, a, whole, a pro bowler, every day. You're going to get better. You're going to get better. Mm-hmm. And you want to get And obviously they probably stay out to practice and run little routes, do half-speed stuff. You're going to get better from that. But Luke Keekley, hybrid running back, would have been great in Tampa too. Ron Rivera over there in his defense, that buff, that uh, Buddy Ryan cloth. But then every everybody worth their weight adds something to the de- defense yeah. that they come out of. And we saw that defense play good well. I wonder where they're going to be this year, though, the Carolina Panthers, because I saw something uh, before I left the house. Uh, and I said, they were 15-1 and one last year. Who cares if they go 15-1 again next year? I don't think that's going to happen. I said 12-4, no. uh, 11-5, worst case, 13-3, best case. They've and, lost some players. Yeah, but they got Benjamin back. That's all I care about. Yeah, they lost some players. but, but they, And no catching Tay again. He he made a few catches here and there. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see how they they do. I um, talk about a know, guy who fits a uh, scheme. Tay again. Yeah. Jeez. Well, <laughs> did he fit anybody's scheme? He didn't fit Arizona's. He didn't fit Arizona. He no came way. One year. I no thought he was going to be. I said he went back. I said he would he would not play in an, in the packages. He might be the fourth or fifth receiver. Right. But they all, got him as a returner. Yeah, that's what I thought. A special team. I said he's going to yeah. eat it up. Because yeah. you don't have to put Patrick back there. Now he don't have to do double duty. Uh, Tyron don't have to do it. You got a guy who does that specifically. Yeah. He wasn't, I don't know. His confidence here was shot. Or I don't want to say confidence, but he just didn't seem to fit the Cardinals. I mean, you bringing in a rookie, John Brown, playing him over experience Ted again. Right. That hits him home. Like, I'm a receiver at heart. Well, Ted Yeah, I can do the returns, but right. Went back yeah, to Carolina. This just in you where you, you can't run a route to save your life. <laughs> you can run straight straight ahead speed all day long, but you can't run a route to save your life. He, he couldn't run it in Arizona. Well, yeah, and that's reason. why if he took that hard, then mm-hmm. John Brown, who who's phenomenal, mm-hmm. comes in and, and, and bounces him out of his little spot. If I you know, that's what cracks me up. Know who you are. Right. Know who you are. He seems like, Tegan seems like he can play in a spread type offense. Yeah. All he's, he's doing is he's running goes. But he's stru- it's because he comes from yeah. a running organization at Ohio State. In high so school, he was, he was a quarterback. Open. In Ohio State, it was two receiver sets. We run in the football. Carolina, we're going to run down your throat. And then we, we may throw over the top, catch but, you, but catch it's, you it's a nine route or it's a deep eight. <laughs> or oh, he coming across the field. He may run, a, run, he may run a 15 in there. <laughs> 10, 12 12 and well, he's, it's going to be rounded. It's going to be rounded. Yeah, it ain't going to be no. And he's going to be. You better hit him in the chest because he's going to crackle uh, crocodile arm it too. We'll yeah. take our last break. Quam last four thought we'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. 
Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move well, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Drums, this, this is always, drums are always a key part in something. They, they either start it or finish it. Yeah. I love I, that song. Yeah. It, it, it puts Superman. you in But it puts you in a happy hour mode, too. Like, I can, I can have a drink. I can go down to uh, Old Town and get a drink. All right. What time? <laughs> <laughs> I know Coach House is open. So. I might. Coach House? <clears throat> Coach House, you know. And, and there's no false advertising in there. There's no false advertising in that place too. Okay. And their drinks, like a bottle of beer, is like two fifty for a bottle of beer. There, you get you get a, a Tito's and soda. It's yeah. three bucks. Well, they're gonna lose. They're gonna run out of business messing around with you. Listen, you hey. just got to, y'all just got finished telling me that's 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 a cost right there to the Tito's premium vodka. It's not a premium vodka. It's premium. It's actually not because when I was doing my uh, well, they actually they say it's not. But everybody loves Tito's for for why you made it and what it does to your body. Yeah. Or don't do to your body. Well, see, the, it's well, you get it's your, uh, my Superman HGH. On. Yeah, <laughs> on top of your HGH. <laughs> they um, I was doing my uh, I went to a Lucky Strike and you know did the food and the drinks yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna feed these guys this. I said, what's the premium stuff? I said, what's the mid level stuff? She mentioned Tito's. I said, oh, okay, people like Tito's. I thought it was the top chef, sir. So you really not drinking top shit. Well, if you go by if you go by the awarded in the taste testings, which things, I don't, Tito's far surpasses everything else. That's like me saying to you two guys, man, don't go see this movie. This is the worst movie ever. Uh, don't waste your money. But y'all go there and say, I thoroughly, pleasantly surprised about how great that movie was. Yeah. Well, I think that there's. I agree that if it's a singular point of view. But when it's multiple, I believe that's a trend. I believe somebody, uh, multiple people don't know what they're talking about. Well, <laughs> so you don't like Tito's? Is that what you're saying? I like Tito's, but you know that's your drink. I, if, if it comes down to me getting something at the bar, <laughs> so it's not top shelf enough for you. Um, I don't like top shelf. What's top shelf? Name a top shelf thing. I'll tell you. That's like what it. I was thinking. What? Yeah, I what thought is Tito's. Top Tito's Dom Perignon. That's not top shelf. Yeah, it is. It shouldn't be. But yeah, I hear you. Well, for for two hundred and seventy five bucks a bottle. Yeah. But, I, but I think know, it's I think, terrible, by the way. Yeah, you know, in the club, I had I had about six bottles of Dom Perignon set in my house forever. Yeah, I, I don't Ever. drink champagne. Okay, so uh, <laughs> unless you got a girl over with a strawberry in there, yeah, you know that's it. Some strawberry chocolate strawberries. Yeah, mm. oh, chocolate girl. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> what was that? Who what was that? Like, it was like a carrot. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> what was I getting ready to say, though? Damn, I'm Sebastian. Play our ruler in front of me with he the like love. Animal sounds. I'm passionate sounds. <laughs> Lights got dark in here. Oh, did y'all, did y'all see the letter that uh, Kobe, I, I didn't I didn't read oh, it. Oh, the 17-year-old? Yeah, he was writing a letter to himself. Yeah. Did Kobe write a letter last year to somebody? No, that was... Oh yeah, he he does write letters. To yeah, he wants to prove he can just, write. He I thought just, it was good. <laughs> I didn't read it. I didn't. I didn't read I it. Yeah, it was good. I want to read it. That's probably. I'm probably going to read it some point today. He basically talks about the things he would have done differently early on in his career. But then he now write that he letter knows. last year. I I don't I don't recall. He I, wrote a letter last year, but I don't. As I, you know, I'm not a big Kobe fan. Yeah, but you will read that. You would read. Yeah. You I know would Dwayne Wade wrote to himself yeah, something similar like that, but he did it <clears throat> off of social media, talking to himself, going to this last year of Miami. Probably throwing yeah. hints then. Oh, recently? No, oh, last year. Last year he did that. It was a picture of him talking, like yeah. he photoshopped him, himself talking to a younger him. I'm gonna do that. That was show. pretty cool. I did that in uh, college. Talk to your younger self. You always talk to yourself. You're still young, huh? I talked to my high school self. I was talking to my high school. You would have done different. You know, yeah. I, okay. I, had, I actually had that conversation yesterday too. When well, I think, when I think back to high school and and even college and stuff, what I, would you I, change? I'd have tried a lot harder. I think. I think. I would have known today it made a difference. Absolutely. Because doing your best at every single moment, yeah, is the most important advice that you can ever give somebody. What would you change? Do though? your very best. I agree with Kurt. Just no, trying harder. Oh, trying just harder. trying harder. Uh, and I, everything, uh, just school. I used to have games or certain places. Like oh, I can do better next play. Next time I get the ball, or I'm talking about overall. Next four, time four, I four, four years. In next the, time I take this test, I'll, I'll be fine. The next test, you know, that was. Oh, I've done that before. I didn't study too hard for this one. I get the next I've done one. This no, like it, it, I had time to study hard. I was just I had a lot of distractions. I had a lot. You of know, I had guys on my team that were pretty good guys. They were like, athletically, they were good. They thought. I'm gonna be all right with this test because athletics, mm-hmm. and then had no problem studying. Kind of what you're saying. Yeah, I get the next test. No, oh, yeah. I um, you know that feeling when you're not prepared and you go in there and take a test. I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. But that's also that opposite. On the opposite end of that is, this is all you got for me. Give me some more. Make yeah. up something. I bet you I know it. Yeah, I would have. I would have. I would have tried harder. I'm much more. I got studious today than I was back then. That has something to do with what? Being around the right people as you grew up? And I'm talking about growing up, grew yeah. up, but then, like, being around smart people, business people, uh, been traveling. That's what happened with me, just being around some people who were smart, yeah. uh, seeing how they go about their business, uh, not taking a second for granted. Right. And, and I always was prepared. I, I always prepared, I think, harder than most, but I didn't prepare to my, my very best ability. Mm-hmm. I now I know that my ability was far greater for preparation than even what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I think that that happens for a lot of people. I don't think we ever truly get to what our full potential is because we we don't push ourselves hard enough and that's what I would have liked to have done is push myself even harder to see to see what actually was my ceiling. I but you know who was in your corner to tell you that cuz I didn't have I, yeah, I, didn't I, have I would that say either. this that makes sense because right now I think we'll be doing we, – what we're doing now will be magnified. Mm-hmm. We might be doing the same thing, but it will be magnified to the whole other level. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who was there in that corner to say, you better do this. I'm putting my foot in your – or 
you have to or you have to not on that end also let me show you what work equates to Right. Well, you do this right now Here's where you should be Because I know who you are I know you're not going to accept any Average stuff Yeah But you got to put this work in right now For <laughs> option one It was it was my dad Right He was yeah. never He was rarely around Because he was always working But when he said something Something to that standpoint If uh-huh. I messed up on something And he spoke on it Oh there's no way I'm, I'm not messing around with that ever again Yeah And then my brother was the second point He went off to school He was like man If you do this this and that yeah, he, he's a fool, but at the same time, when it came to books and knowing how to time manage, he's a genius. And that's why he's in the position he is in life now. Um, but I think going back to Kurt's standpoint, I think it's the way you prep yourself. You know how people say you got to learn your own study habits. In high school, I was I was lazy. I didn't have a structured study habit. If I sit up, read a book all night or take a whole week, I'll over. Acknowledge, I'll overknowledge myself. I feel like I I know too much or try to get myself confused. By analysis. Rather than when I got started to go off to school, I mean, I guess it was a lazy habit. That's why I was saying I wish I could go back and try harder. But by the time I got to college, I was so lazy during high school that these lazy habits picked up in college to the point. But I felt so relaxed during the test now. It's like, oh, well, I paid attention during the class. I know this, this, and that. Like, so I didn't, didn't study. study actu- I didn't actually extra. study, and I got better results on certain tests, certain classes. But you paid and, attention but when to I class. Did, yeah, but I paid attention to class. Where in high school, I didn't, come on, too, too much going on. And I, don't then, know, I don't know what was going on in my high school that yeah, I didn't was, try hard. Exactly. Like, it, was, it was little stuff where I should have been paying attention a little bit more in class. But in college, when I paid attention in class, the test homework was easier. And still, I I wasn't studying 2 a.m. in the morning like some kids were because that wasn't me. And I trained myself, I think, to not really study hard. But if I trained myself to pay attention in class a little bit more, the tests were easier. Like, I would walk in, uh, like, my friends and stuff like, man, you didn't even study last night. Oh, I'm good. Trust me. Mm. Get a higher test result than that. I'm like, wow. Like, it works for me. Some people, <laughs> some people uh, some, don't work. But some people are better test takers than... True that. Some people can take tests and some people just can't. But like, I think it's how you how you prep yourself over time. Oral exams uh, are great for me. If mm-hmm. you if you want to talk mm-hmm. to me about uh, some history historical thing that happened a hundred years ago, we'll talk all day. If you want me to write it down and all that stuff, because it's, it's well, you get better grades in things you are interested in. Absolutely. You 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 paying attention in class. Mm-hmm. And that's how you According to what your major is, you take those certain classes because you're interested interested yeah. in them. So this is not going to be a problem. If you talk to me about some uh, uh, Western civilization, you're talking about some uh, mythology, Greek. Yeah, I'm going to pass those with no problem because I'm interested in those things. Yeah. But then when I got to take something, like, oh, I got to take another map. I don't took how many maps you want me to take here. That, yeah. that might be, and I got to study. You have mm-hmm. to study in math. It should come easy because the steps go from the simple zero plus one yeah. or one plus one. I think the what they put in place today in colleges and universities for athletes, all of the you know mandatory study time, all the they flipping tutors and stuff that that these athletes get. In my mind, I sure wish I could have taken advantage of that. I mean, Why I would I love it? to. Uh, no, and they didn't have it. Right. They didn't have any of this back then. I mean, you were you were literally on your own. Yeah. 
um, you had an advisor, but it, that was so far removed. That was just a job for that person <laughs> to say he was advisor. Exactly, and they never yeah. did Checking anything. The classes. They never did anything. No, they but didn't do today's they athlete, don't. they, they were really paid snitches. Well, and, and not only that, but I don't know how many people actually really know how to study. Right. That's I'm going to read this over and over and over. That's not, that's studying. not studying. Right. That is not studying. That was my study. That was though. me. Yeah, that that's what I, I thought. Well, if I guess I read it, it'll... It'll know, click when it'll, it'll, this yeah, should be it'll stay in my head. So most, then, no right. way. most major athletic programs today have where they teach you how to study. Mm-hmm. And I they think, do. frankly, I think that that ought to be mandatory someplace in elementary school of teaching kids how to study, particularly today where facts like you can look up a fact in a second. You don't have to memorize everything. Right. Uh, right. Math. It's not like you're not going to have a calculator to do any mathematical equation at all. It's right there. So I think we need to teach more of how to access information, how to put information together for a plausible uh, end. Those are the kind of things that I, I think really need to take place. When KJ was young, he would read a book, and he didn't know what he read. Mm-hmm. No, that was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he that was me. Know what the, you don't know what the he story read. problems in elementary. Oh my goodness! I read the whole story problem eight times. It still, still don't know. I know, it. and I'm like, but but Kirk, you hit the nail on the head. I used to read a book and read a book and thought that I called that studying. Yeah, no and way. I was, and that's not stu- you got to know how to study. That should be it. Where it is now. Well, yeah. from from where what I've seen by taking him to school. If you do not graduate, you're a complete idiot. At this point right now, what they have in college for these athletes, oh. your time should be school, football, wait a minute, football, school, <laughs> partying, <laughs> and that's it. You can't lose right there. Football, school, in some cases, school, Thank football, Thank goodness they've got partying. dads like you, though. They can afford to send them to school, and, and <laughs> they'll have a little jingle jangle in their pocket, Yeah. whereas... You know, there's other kids that you you got to work. You've got to work damn near a full time job oh, yeah. to yeah. pay for yeah. your school yeah. and stuff. I have so much respect for kids that do that. Me too. And even when I was in school on scholarship, mm-hmm. I said, yeah. "You are tough." Oh, absolutely. You are tough. Yeah. And that's what I actually I used to look for that yeah. more than I I cared more about that. What did you do during school? When I hired somebody versus what's your degree. Yeah. I could care less what your degree was. Yeah, because you're not going to work in that field anyway. I need to see and how disciplined you were to go to school for four or five exact, years. And, and you could put up with the crap yep. that you have to go through. You know, that's what I want. I want yeah. somebody who's persistent, can deal with crap, and, and keeps plugging away. Wasn't some of y'all mm-hmm. best friends, non-athletes? They were oh, absolutely. Stu- your study group people? Absolutely. Yep. I actually group. preferred those people to the, my athlete friends. Yeah, because I'm dumbest. Uh, you get, you get yes. to a study group. You go out in town and you see those guys, and it's like a genuine hello and hi and bye. Yeah. It's not like, what's up? I had a buddy uh, in high you, school. I see you at practice. Kevin Hayden. He was our third baseman. Mm-hmm. And uh, he oh, actually he taught me how to study when I was a junior in, in high school. Damn. He taught me how to study. It's, time goes by. <sighs> That's because we talk about everything. We don't just narrow, narrow it down to sports. We talk about everything. That's true. That's what I like about the show. Though. Study, baby. <laughs> we, we do have Friday coming up, and I think I'm going to probably take some happy hour today. 23-hour break. 23-hour break. <laughs> what is a good use? Probably last of sports talk. Demery Lachey, Kurt Keller. We out. <laughs> Thanks.
for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Oh!